just a little while tonight uh, to, I think I'm going to start with Matthew, start with Matthew chapter 6, read several, I think four verses of scripture here, Matthew chapter 6, and then I'll let you be seated, and I want to read some scripture over in Galatians, hallelujah, Matthew chapter 6 verse 1 says, take heed that you do not your alms before men to be seen of them. Otherwise, you have no reward. Somebody say no reward. Of your Father which is in heaven. Therefore, when thou doest thine alms, do not sound a trumpet before thee, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But when thou doest thine alms, let not the left hand know what the right hand doeth. Praise God. That thine alms may be in secret. There's some things we do in secret. There's some things that we do not blowing a trumpet. Some things that we do not trying to draw attention to ourselves. Hallelujah. If we do those things in the right way. And thy Father which seeth in secret himself shall reward thee openly. Praise God. You can be seated tonight. I'm going to come back to these scriptures toward the end of this little Bible lesson here tonight. Galatians chapter 6. Now, I, I, I read a portion of this scripture recently in a message, I think just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but I want to read it again because I didn't cover it in the context that I'm going to cover it in here tonight. Galatians chapter 6, verse 7 through 10. Be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season. Somebody say due season. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Hallelujah. My wife has been talking about this verse of Scripture for some time. Now she, she quotes it often. She quotes it, you know, uh, fairly often to me. She, I'm sure she has looked at some of you and quoted this verse of Scripture to you uh, just like she has to me. Uh, she, she reminds me pretty often uh, that we're going to reap if we faint not. Praise God. And I think she tells me that to encourage me. And uh, I'm sure that, the, you know, that she tells you that for the same purpose, to encourage you. I've already, I've heard already in several services since January the 1st, I've heard, you know, different ministers uh, say things like, we're going to enjoy plenty in 2020. 2020 is going to be our time to rejoice, our time to receive. Hallelujah. This is our season to receive blessings. Praise God. So when I, when I hear these things and I hear different ministers from different places, in different directions say similar things. Praise God. Uh, you know, this is not a New Year's resolution, these things that they're saying. Praise God. It's just a proclamation of what they feel in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And, 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 you know, they say these words. Hallelujah. 
so as I've heard these words said by many people already this year, these words got me to thinking. Hallelujah. I feel like I'm blessed tonight to live in a place on this planet that gets to experience four separate seasons in a year. Hallelujah. Here in the state of Georgia, we get to experience winter. Or we normally do. We hadn't this year, really. Winter has kind of been like springtime. Hallelujah. But I'm sure winter is coming at least. That's what the weatherman tells us next week. It's going to get cold. Hey, we might as well expect that. It's wintertime, right? Hallelujah. God's been good to us. Gave us a few warm days. We can praise God for that, but it's still wintertime. We live in a place on the planet that experiences four separate seasons. Winter, spring, summer, and fall. Hallelujah. Because having experienced, I say that, because having experienced uh, changing seasons in a natural sense helps me to understand the changing of seasons in a spiritual sense. Do you understand what I'm trying to say there? Hallelujah. Because of where I live and because of, amen, how I live and because of the natural experiences that I've seen in life watching the seasons change, that helps me to understand, hallelujah, spiritual seasons in life. Hallelujah. We are naturally right now in wintertime. And basically, nothing grows in the wintertime. Hallelujah. It's springtime. Hallelujah. Springtime is dedicated for plowing and planting seed. And then summertime is dedicated for hoeing the weeds out. Amen. To make sure that the nourishment of the fertilizer gets to the plants and not the weeds. Hallelujah. So we've all probably... Amen. At least experience that at one time. Amen. And if not, you need to experience that sometimes. Amen. Hoeing the weeds out of the garden. Hallelujah. And then fall. Amen. Is naturally the harvest time. Praise God. So uh, as it is naturally, so is it spiritually. Spiritual seasons don't have to coincide with natural seasons. I'm glad I understand that tonight. Spiritual seasons do not have to coincide with natural seasons. Neither do spiritual seasons have, have to last for only a three-month period of time like a natural season would. Hallelujah. We have four seasons, 12 months in a year. Every season lasts somewhere around three months. A spiritual season can last for years. A spiritual season can last for years. In Genesis chapter 41, the uh, Joseph is called on uh, by Pharaoh to interpret, and I'm not going to go into the whole story tonight. I just want to make a point here. Joseph is called on by Pharaoh to interpret a dream, a dream that he had. Uh, Genesis 41 and verse 29, this is the interpretation or the beginning of the interpretation that Joseph gives to Pharaoh. Behold. There come seven years of great plenty throughout all of the land of Egypt. Hallelujah. So uh, Pharaoh's had this vision, this dream, and Joseph is here interpreting the dream. Verse 30 of that same chapter, hallelujah, lets us know that there's going to be, after the seven years of plenty, there's going to be seven years of famine. So Joseph instructs Pharaoh, we need to store up all the grain. We need to store up the corn. We need to store up uh, food sources throughout Egypt. Hallelujah. Amen. Because we're going to have seven years of plenty. 
But then after the seven years of plenty, there's going to be seven years of famine. Amen. But if you have spent your time, amen, uh, uh, saving up, amen, in those times of plenty, then you don't have to worry about the famine. You don't have to worry about the famine. Egypt didn't have to really worry about the famine. It was the nations and the countries around Egypt that had to come to Egypt, amen, and spend all of their money to get food to sustain their lives. Hallelujah. So don't raise your hand tonight, amen, but I think that some of us feel like we've been through a seven-year famine. I think some of us sitting here tonight probably feel like, well, you know, Brother Morrell, I think I've been through a seven-year famine. Hallelujah, but you're still here. So thank God. Thank God you're still here. Amen. And now that season is changing. Now that seven-year period of drought, that seven-year period of famine that maybe you've been in tonight, I'm not, you know, your drought may have lasted two years or three years or ten years. I don't know, you know, a season is a season. It don't last just three months uh, in a spiritual sense. Hallelujah. But thank God we made it through. And now that season is changing. And through Holy Ghost prophecy, hallelujah, we are hearing men of God prophesy, hallelujah, that the church is coming into a season of plenty. Hallelujah. Amen. I, you know, I, I don't know why. Hallelujah. So many are being moved on by the Holy Ghost to prophesy that. Amen. Unless it's true. Unless it's true tonight. My title tonight of this little message is, Boom, God Pays His Debts. God Pays His Debts. That ought to make you happy. God Pays His Debts. Hallelujah. Now, when you look at that little title, you probably think, well, that's kind of a strange title uh, tonight, Brother Morrell. I, I don't really, really understand what you're talking about. God pays his debt. Uh, we think, you and I, the way we think tonight, and I'm not saying it's wrong to think this way, but we think that God don't owe us anything. God don't owe me nothing. That's the way I think. Hallelujah. Everything belongs to him. God is sovereign over all things. Hallelujah. Everything belongs to him. Hallelujah. Amen. And that, that's basically right tonight. It does all belong to him. Hallelujah. But what if God tonight in all of his sovereignty chooses to accumulate debt? I'm just asking a question tonight. Because all of these prophecies... And all that I'm hearing tonight, hallelujah, uh, or all that I've heard over the past few weeks, hallelujah, has brought this little strange thought to my mind. What if God in his sovereign will chooses to accumulate debt? Now, just a, just a question. Don't look at me. Oh, I know I'm crazy tonight for bringing it up. But who could stop him from accumulating debt Amen, if he wanted to accumulate debt. Who could stop him from paying his debt on time? Amen, whenever that debt is due, amen, who's going to stop God from accumulating debt and then paying his debt on time? I tell you, I'm not big enough to stop him. I don't think you're big enough to stop him. I don't think anybody's big enough to stop God if God wants to accumulate some debt. And then, 
right on time pay that debt. Right on time pay that debt. We can all agree tonight that we definitely owe him something. <laughs> Hallelujah. We owe him everything, you know. That's how we think, and I'm not saying it's wrong to think that way. Psalms 96 and verse 8 says this. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and then come into his courts. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So Psalms uh, 96 and verse 8 lets me know I owe him a debt. Give him the glory that's due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. I owe the God that I serve tonight, I owe him a spiritual debt. Hallelujah. I owe him the debt of praise that he so deserves tonight. So when I come to the house of God, I come with the intention, amen, of trying to pay that debt. I come, amen, to the house of God tonight with the intention of offering unto, unto him the praise that he is due. That he is due. That I owe him. I owe him I owe him praise. I can pay that debt through praise. I can pay that debt through worship when I come to the house of God. But I don't have to be at the house of God to worship. I can be at home. I can be on the job. I can be out in the woods. I can be out in the field. I can be in a shopping mall somewhere. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and, and get an urge to praise God and, and offer unto him the praise. That is due unto his name. And I'm going to tell you, hey man, if I do that and when I do that, God takes notice to that. God takes notice to those that have the mindset, hey man, I owe God my praise. And I'm going to offer unto him the praise that is due unto his name. Not only do I owe God tonight a spiritual debt, hallelujah, that I can only uh, pay through praise and worship. I owe him a natural debt. Hallelujah. And I, I, I pay that debt when I give my tithes and offerings to the house of God. So I owe God a spiritual debt. I owe God a natural debt. And I pay my tithes and offerings because, hallelujah, that's what he required of me. Amen. So I don't, I don't hesitate. I started paying my tithes before I even got in church. My wife got in church six months before I did. She came home and told me all of the blessings, uh, you know, of paying your tithes and giving your offerings to the church. I said, let's do it. Hallelujah. Let's do it. Praise God. Amen. So I started paying my tithes and giving my offerings to the house of God before I ever got in church. Hallelujah. That mindset will affect the mindset that, I owe God something affects the way that I enter into his courts. Affects the way that, the, the way that I enter into his courts. I didn't come to watch you praise God. I didn't come to get excited about you praising God. I come to praise him myself. I come to worship in myself. Hallelujah. I came tonight to give God what I owe him. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, let me get on. There are five Hebrew words and four Greek or Aramaic words which are all translated into the word do, D-U-E. There's five Hebrew words in the Old Testament, different words that are all translated into do. Now, why they couldn't have just chosen one word, I don't have a clue. But there's five Hebrew words and four Aramaic words or Greek words they're all translating the word do, D-U-E. 
And all of those verses where these Hebrew and Aramaic words are translated into the word do, amen, they are all, they all deal with paying a debt. Hallelujah. That someone is owned, uh, someone is owed. Hallelujah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of quickly <clears throat> go through these tonight. The five in the Old Testament. Uh, now there are a lot of other scriptures. These there's, there's there's more than five verses of scripture in the Old Testament. Hallelujah. That talk about the word do, but there are only five words that are translated in that, and there are many verses with maybe one particular word that is translated into the word do. Leviticus chapter 10, verse 12 through 14. The Bible says, And, Mo, and Moses spoke unto, spake unto Aaron and unto Eleazar and unto Ithamar, his son that were left, and his sons that were left, Take the meat offering that remaineth of the offerings of the Lord made by fire, and eat it without leaven beside the altar, for it is most holy. And you shall eat it in the holy place, because it is thy due, and thy son's due, of the sacrifices of the Lord made by fires, for so I am commanded. And the wave breast and heave shoulder shall you eat in a clean place, thou and thy sons and thy daughters with thee, for they be thy due, and thy sons due which are given out of the sacrifices of the peace offering of the children of Israel. For, so this is the first word in Hebrew that is translated into the word do. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, because these priests sacrifices, amen, to do the work of God, there was a huge sacrifice that those priests have to, had to uh, had to pay. Hallelujah. Amen. To do the work of the Lord. They didn't get to own any land. They didn't get to own any property. They got to live, amen, in cities of cities that were set aside for the Levitical priests to live, but they couldn't own big pieces of property like the rest of the tribes of Israel could. Hallelujah. So uh, when they brought the, their offering, amen, to be sacrificed unto God, God said, I want you to take some of the choice cuts of meat from those sacrifices that are intended to be offered unto me. I'm taking out some of the choice pieces of meat and giving it to you, the priest, to your sons, and to your daughters. Why did God, amen, give them the choice pieces of meat from the sacrifice? I'm going to tell you why. Because God felt like he owed them a debt. They're sacrificing so much for me. I've got to reward them, amen, for those sacrifices. Hallelujah. So that verse, that, that word was translated, and it had to do, amen, with a debt paid. Somebody say a debt paid. Deuteronomy 18, verse 3 through 5 says this. This shall be the priest due from the people. From them that offer a sacrifice, whether it be an ox or a sheep, they shall give unto the priest the shoulder and the two cheeks and the maw. Hallelujah. The first fruit also of thy corn, thy wine, thine oil, and the first of the fleece of thy sheep, thou shalt give him. 
And the Lord thy God had chosen him out of all the tribes to stand to minister, amen, in the name of the Lord, him and his sons forever. Again, amen, God owed these men something, hallelujah, or at least in his mind, he owed them something, and he made sure that they were taken care of. Nehemiah 11, verse 23, a different word. This is the third different word, not the same as the first two. Nehemiah 11 and 23. For it was the king's commandment concerning them that a certain portion, a certain portion should be for the singers due for every day. Now the singers in those days was a, were, amen, they, they were just not people out of the congregation. They were uh, the Levitical priest. They were sons of the Levitical priest, hallelujah, that made up the singers in, uh, in the choirs, hallelujah. But, amen, because they paid, uh, uh, that because they sacrificed a lot of time and effort, amen, in putting these songs together and orchestrating these songs and, amen, get, getting good at singing these songs. They spent time, uh, amen, uh, 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 singing for the Lord in the temple of the Lord, so God said, I'm going to give them something in return. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to give them that certain portion. And I'm going to give them that every day that they spend in my house. So another word, a debt paid to sinners. So we've got debts paid to ministers and debt, debts paid to, uh, to singers. Hallelujah. Uh, Psalms 92 and 2, another different word. This is to be easy. Given to the Lord the glory. Do unto his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Hallelujah. So another different word, meaning, amen, we need to pay our debt unto the Lord. Proverbs 3 and verse 27, the fifth word in the Old Testament translated into the word do. Again, a totally different word in Hebrew. With, uh, withhold not good from them to whom it is due. There's that word. When it is in the, in the power of thine hand to do it. Hallelujah. Withhold not good from them to whom it was due. Somebody was owed a debt. Amen. And when somebody was owed a debt, God said, make sure that that debt was paid. Hallelujah. In the New Testament, there's four words translated into the word due. Matthew 18 and 34. And I'll try to move along here. Hallelujah. And his Lord was wroth and delivered him to the tormentors till he should pay all that was due unto him. This man owed the king a debt. Amen. Hallelujah. And he put him in prison until he could pay that debt. But that word in Aramaic was translated into due. Luke 23 and 41. And we indeed justly, for we receive the due rewards of our deeds. We receive the due reward for our deed or of our deeds, but this man hath done nothing amiss. Again, another word, amen, translated into due, hallelujah, receiving, amen, a debt that was paid. 1 Corinthians 7 and verse 3, women ought to, and men both ought to uh, appreciate this verse of scripture. Let the husband render unto the wife due benevolence, <laughs> and likewise also the wife unto the husband, praise God. We need to, amen, pay, hallelujah, I owe my wife a debt, hallelujah, and I've got to pay that debt. She owes me a debt, amen, and God wants us all paying our debts, right? Back to Galatians 6 and verse 9. 
Amen. What struck me when I began to study this, hallelujah, the word do, verse 9, and let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Hallelujah. The word here, amen, is a different word, another different word translated into do. Amen. But it also has a little bit of a different meaning. Hallelujah. The word do here means pertaining to self, private, separate, one's own. For in due season we, somebody say I, amen. For in due season I shall reap if I faint not. Amen. We shall reap if we faint not. Hallelujah. So what I'm getting at here tonight, hallelujah, this, this, this word Translating into the word do has to do, amen, with everybody's private reaping, hallelujah, from God, hallelujah. You're not going to reap by what I sow, and I'm not going to reap by what you sow, amen. We're going to reap by what we personally sow unto the Lord, right? Amen. Verse 8 says, For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. Amen. So tonight we're not talking about sowing to the flesh tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. But we're talking about sowing to the Spirit. God promises us a reaping, amen, of the Spirit. If we sow spiritually. Hallelujah, if we, spoke, if we sow spiritually, we will reap spiritually. Hallelujah. Which means to me that God owes every one of us a proper reaping for what we have sown. Now, I, don't know, I know we don't want to think about God owing us anything. Hallelujah. I know, I, you know, we don't want to develop that, that mindset. God owes me nothing. Hallelujah. Amen. But God had chose, amen, to bless us. Hallelujah. With a reaping according to, amen, that that we have sown. So he's in heaven somewhere. Well, we say he's on the throne, but really he's living in our heart. He's here. Amen. He's not far from any one of us here tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. But we know that he, he fills the universe anyway. So he can still be on the throne. And he can still be with us here tonight. Let me tell you something. God don't just come to church and meet with us. In church, he rides down the road with us. He goes home with us. He goes on vacation with us. Hallelujah. God, amen, goes where we go. Hallelujah. And God sees what we do. He sees what we do. The eyes of the Lord are going to and fro. He's watching us. He's watching us. Hallelujah. Amen. And if God hadn't promised it to us, he would not owe us that reaping. Amen. Here we, and it's on the title of this little message tonight that we need to all hang our hats. God pays his debts. God pays his debts. He's not a bill beer. Huh? He, he don't, he, you know, he, he's not somebody that makes debt and don't pay his debts. Hallelujah. He's not someone that accumulates debt and not pays, amen, the bill on time. Hallelujah. Uh, <clears throat> so here we are tonight, and, amen, we need to hang our hats, amen, on the fact that God pays his debt. 
Some people get paid by the day. Some people get paid by the week. Some people get paid every two weeks, once a month. Hey, man, once a quarter, once a year. People get paid at different times. Hallelujah. When God pays us, or let me put it this way so you might can receive it a little different. When God rewards us, hallelujah, he does it privately and he pays us separately. He pays us individually according to the seed that we have sown. We need to understand that tonight. God pays us privately, independently, and separately according to the seed that we have sown. Hallelujah. You need to know that tonight. Because, and because of that, it's important that we tithe. Amen. It's important that we give offerings into the kingdom of God. Amen. Because God sees us writing that tithing check. God sees us writing that offering check. God sees us. Amen. Putting seed into his kingdom in the house of God. Amen. And guess what? That's what God will reward you for. Or one of the reasons. God will reward you privately, separately. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm so thrilled tonight that God don't reward everybody. Amen. Uh, for me paying my tithes. I'm glad that God don't reward me the way that some of you pay your tithes. <laughs> Hallelujah. I want to be rewarded for what I do. You need, to, you, need to be, uh, you need to want to be rewarded for what you do. Hallelujah. That's how God blesses us. That's how God rewards us for what we, amen, inv individually, privately do for God ourselves. Now, I hope this turns out better than it's going right now. <laughs> I heard somebody say recently, paying your tithes means God can trust you. And giving offerings to the Lord is how God blesses you. Now, I have no reason to doubt, amen, what I heard that man say. Paying your tithes means God can trust you. Hallelujah. How does God know who's paying tithes? He's watching. Amen. Giving offerings into the kingdom of God is how God blesses you. Well, how, amen, does God know if I'm not paying my tithes and giving my offerings or not? Because he's watching. He's watching. I believe that both tithing and offerings, amen, are means by which God chooses to bless us. Hallelujah. Not taking away from anything that that man said. I believe it. Amen. When you pay your tithes, God can trust you. When you give offerings, God can bless you. I believe that. But I also believe that both, amen, are means by which God chooses to bless us, amen, and to pay us back. Not that God has to. Amen. God don't owe me anything. That's our mindset, right? God don't owe me nothing. I owe him everything. But if God chooses to keep an eye on me, if God chooses to examine me, if God chooses to watch over me and he knows what I'm doing and he knows the seed that I'm planting and he knows that I'm trying to, amen, not just support the kingdom of God financially, amen, but, uh, amen, witness to folks and try to, amen, uh, counsel with folks and encourage folks to live for God and serve God and not backslide and stay in church, amen, or to get in church, hallelujah. God rewards us for all that stuff. 
God chooses to pay his debt in due season. And that's all in, in his control. I have no control of that. Hallelujah. I don't, uh, you know, God don't have to reward me weekly. He don't have to reward me every two weeks or every month or every six months or whatever. Hallelujah. God chooses when, amen, to reward me. Hallelujah. And if 2020 is going to be a season of plenty, like we've heard prophesied, a, a time of reaping, like we've heard prophesied. Hallelujah. Amen. And I understand that a season is more than a day or a week or a month or a year. Hallelujah. Amen. When you're talking about a spiritual season. Hallelujah. And I'm going to, and we need to start expecting... If this is a season of reaping, then you and I need to start expecting our own private, personal, separate blessing, amen, from God on me and on you. I ain't got time to tell you all of the blessings that God has poured out on us in the past six months. And if I did... You would probably think I was bragging, but I'm not going to go down. I'm not going to tell you. Amen. I don't have time to tell you everything that God has done for me. Hallelujah. But let me, let me just tell you, amen, how God is blessing my family. Praise God. Right now, right now, I've got three kids, two grandkids, three nephews, a sister and a brother-in-law, and a brother and a sister-in-law, amen, that's in the process of building, amen, houses, or they are fixing to start building houses. And all of that, all of that transpired in just a, just a short little matter of time, hallelujah. All three of my kids sold their houses and are building houses. Amen. I got two grandkids that sold their houses and are building houses. Amen. Three nephews, a sister and a brother-in-law and a brother and a sister-in-law. Pee Wynn Jeanette's fixing to move in a new house. 81 years old or 82 years old. How old are you? How old are you, James Edward? 81 years old and fixing to move into a new house. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, amen, when God says it's due season, amen, to bless somebody that has been faithful to me, hallelujah, and we can visually, amen, see those blessings being poured out on, amen, on one after another, after another, after another. Amen. I just want to get in line and lift my hands to God and say, hey, don't forget about me, God. And then, let me tell you something. Amen. God had never forgotten about me, and I don't believe he's going to start forgetting about me now. Hallelujah. Amen. All these people in my family is fixing to start building houses and moving new houses pretty soon. Hallelujah. I like to see God blessing people. I love to see people, God blessing people that are faithful to church and faithful to, amen, giving, faithful to paying tithes and offerings. Hallelujah. Amen. So if God decides to bless everybody in this church in the same season of time, I'm telling you right now, that's all right with me. It's all right with me, Brother Barfield, if you get blessed. In the season of plenty, it's all right with me, Brother Thomas. If you get blessed in the season of plenty, it's all right with me, Sister Bertha. Amen. If you get blessed in the season of plenty, hallelujah. Amen. It'll be your own private, personal blessing. Amen. That God's going to pour out on you. 
Hallelujah. And when he does it, you need to rejoice. Hallelujah. I'm happy for everybody here that is being blessed. Hallelujah. We can blame all of our present or we can try to give credit to all of our present day blessings on the President of the United States. He has done some pretty wise things to get our economy turned around. Amen. But let me tell you something. Hallelujah. He ain't in the White House. Amen. Because we voted for him. He's in the White House because God put him there. Amen. For this season of blessing. Hallelujah. Upon his people. Hallelujah. He's there because God put him there. He's there because God put him there. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. I'm happy for you tonight if you're being blessed. I can rejoice with you. And I hope that you can rejoice with me. The declaration, amen, from the word of God is this. For in the due season, we shall reap if we faint not. Hallelujah. You know, I've served God through some pretty difficult times. (laughs) And if God has given prophets... And ministers, prophecies, hallelujah, concerning the blessings of God are fixing to pour out, hallelujah. Amen. Why would I get out when things are looking good? Why would I faint? Why would I give up? Why would I sit down by the wayside and cut off God's blessings to me? I'm not going to do it. And I hope tonight that you're not going to do it, hallelujah. For in due season, we shall reap if we faint not. Somebody said, preacher, you need to do some vision casting in the month of January. You need to do some vision casting. That's what I'm doing here tonight. (laughs) That's what I'm doing here tonight. I see a season of blessings coming over our church. I see and I believe that there is a season of blessings coming our way. Hallelujah. That we're simply, amen, we're not going to be able to contain it all. Hallelujah. Our cup is going to overflow. Amen. The saucer is going to overflow. Appreciate that old song Sister Thompson used to sing. I'm drinking from my saucer because my cup has overflowed. It's an old song, wouldn't fit into the day's standards, but I tell you what, hallelujah, amen, in the morning, praise God, you need to take that cup of coffee and spill it over in your saucer, amen, and just get a feeling of what it's like to drink from a saucer, hallelujah, because I believe that's exactly what God is going to let us start doing, amen, start letting us drink from the saucer because our cup has overflowed. I believe it's going to be a mind-blowing season, a due season, my season, your season tonight. Now, I don't think I can ever look up to God and say, God, you owe me something. Because I don't think that way. That ain't my mindset. I don't want to ever have that attitude. Look up to God and say, God, you owe me. (laughs) Uh, I feel like I owe him everything. He don't owe me nothing. And you probably think the same way that I do. But you know what? It don't matter what we think about the situation. It don't matter what our mindset is. What matters is how God sees the situation. If we do what we do for God and lift him up and build up his kingdom, and if we give our alms in secret the way that Matthew chapter 6 says, give those alms in secret. Hallelujah. Don't do it to be seen. Don't do it to be heard. Don't do it. 
to build up your own name and your own reputation. Hallelujah. If you give your alms in secret, not trying to draw attention to yourself. Hallelujah. And if our hearts are right with God, if our spirits are right with God, if our intentions are right and pure with God. Hallelujah. He that seeth in secret, amen, the Bible says himself shall reward us openly. We don't give to be seen, but when God gets through blessing us, everybody's going to see it. Ain't that amazing? Hallelujah. We don't, we don't, we don't pay our alms, you know, and, and we don't broadcast we don't, what we give, and we, don't, we just give it in secret. We just give it faithfully and dedicatedly, amen, to the kingdom of God. We do it in secret. We don't, we don't tell anybody. We don't boast, amen, in our giving. Hallelujah. But the Bible says, he that seeth in secret shall himself, somebody say, he's going to bless me. Himself shall reward thee openly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I think when God gets through blessing some of us around here, there's going to have to be some people take notice. And when they take notice to the blessings of God on our lives, hallelujah, they're going to realize we're not a bunch of heathens. We're not a bunch of devil worshipers. We're not a bunch of idiots, hallelujah, down here, uh, you know, doing what idiots do, hallelujah. We're down here, amen, trying to live for God, trying to do things right, trying to, amen, have his approval on our lives, amen, so that he can bless us. And when it does, they're going to notice it. And hopefully when they notice the blessings of God on us, hallelujah, it'll prick their hearts, hallelujah, and they'll want to get in on it. Hallelujah. Job chapter 1, verse 1, 2, and 3. The story of Job starts out in a season of plenty. There was a man in the land of us whose name was Job, or Job, <laughs> some preachers like to say. And that man was perfect and upright and one that feared God and eschewed evil. Pretty good guy here. There was born unto him seven sons and three daughters. His substance was 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 5,000 yoke of oxen, 500 she-asses, and a very great household. So that this man, this man was the greatest of all men in the east. He was strutting in high cotton, folks. He was in a season of plenty. Hallelujah. He was in, amen, the harvest time. Praise God. He was in a season of plenty in his life. But all of us that are Bible readers here knows that that season changed. And he went from a season of plenty, hallelujah, to a, a season of famine. Hallelujah. So, you know, and, and it looked like, you know, just a few verses of Scripture in the first chapter Let's just know this man was blessed of God, highly favored of God. The greatest man in the East, hallelujah. And that just lasted for a few verses of Scripture, amen. And then his season changed, amen. And then we've got 40-something chapters, hallelujah, watching Job go through all that he went through. He went through a season of torment. He went through a season of disaster. He went through a season, praise God, of of just losing everything that he had. But Job chapter 42, verse 12 and 13, the seasons changed again. Thank God we live in a part of the country where we can naturally see seasons change. 
it helps me to understand the seasons of life and seasons, spiritual seasons. Job chapter 42, verse uh, 12 and 13. <clears throat> so the Lord blessed the latter end of Job more than his beginning. For he had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, 1,000 yoke of oxen, and 1,000 she-ass. And he had seven sons and three daughters. Praise God. Hallelujah. So the end of the story was, hallelujah, that God blessed him. God rewarded him. Amen. God paid his debt to him. Amen. Because he was a, amen, he chose to be a perfect and an upright man throughout all of that season of disaster. Hallelujah. And you and I have got to make up our mind. Hallelujah. Our winter seasons, amen, cannot change our attitude, cannot change our mindset, cannot change who we are. we got to stay the same. And when God sees us staying the same throughout the seasons, the changing seasons of our spiritual walk with God, Amen. There's going to come a day that he's going to say, hey, it's high time. It's due time to give that man a personal, separate, individual blessing. Hallelujah. Amen. If he did it for Job, he'll do it for us. Hallelujah. He blessed Job out in the open so that everybody would know that God rewards the righteous. God rewards the righteous. Hallelujah. So, amen. <clears throat> I, I'm trying to figure out how God sees this stuff. Amen. But I do feel like that God must see it. Hallelujah. He must see that there's times that he owes us a blessing. Hallelujah. And I know there's times God blesses us even when we don't deserve it. But I believe, I believe most of the time God blesses us because we have been faithful. I believe God blesses us because we have been dedicated. We may feel unworthy. That's just who we are. We're human. Hallelujah. We know that we were all on our way to hell without God. Hallelujah. And he, he came in and saved us. We feel like we owe him everything. And we do. But evidently God sees us, watches us. Amen. Looks our direction every day and sees how we do things and how we behave and how we contribute to his kingdom and how we make up our mind. We're going to keep our hearts right, our mind right, our spirit right, our attitudes right through whatever season of life. It can be wintertime. We know it's wintertime naturally. Hallelujah. But we could be in a wintertime season spiritually where nothing's happening, nothing's growing. I hope you're not there. But I've been through that season more than once. Been through that season many times in 40-plus years of living for God now. Hallelujah. When it didn't look like anything was happening, anything was growing. Praise God. And then I had to, I, you know what, but when winter was over, I had to, I had to get seed. And I had to plant it. I had to, I, had to, I had to break up my fallow ground. I had to plant seed. I had to put fertilizer out. Hallelujah. Amen. And then I had to hold the weeds out of it when the weeds sprung up to try to choke it all out and destroy the crop that I'd planted for God. Hallelujah. But in the fall, in the fall, amen, the harvest came in. Praise God. I'm telling you, God is faithful to us. And if we can be faithful to him, praise God, we are assuring ourselves 
of blessings in 2020. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I do believe. And I, I, I'm going to get off of this subject. I know uh, Brother Kleinis came Sunday and preached, you know, the blessings of giving. Hallelujah. And he showed all those nice pictures and what God had done for him and gave us an opportunity to get in, or I gave us an opportunity to get in on that blessing when I asked you to contribute to to that blessing in, in his. I don't know uh, exactly how much money we took up, praise God, but it was a substantial amount of money, praise God, that you contributed to uh, his ministry, praise God. So, hallelujah, you sowed seed into his ministry. We sowed seed into Brother Barfield's ministry monthly. You sowed seed into my ministry, praise God. We sowed seed into each other's ministries. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, amen. God sees our sowing. And in due season, in harvest season, in time, amen, that we, reaping season. Hallelujah. We're going to reap if we faint not. Praise God. I want you to stand to your feet tonight. I want you to lift your hands to heaven. God, just say, God, hallelujah. Lord, I feel like tonight, God, I owe you everything. God, I feel like tonight, God, you've done it all for me. Lord, you went to Calvary just to save me. You went to Calvary just to deliver me. God, you went to Calvary. Hallelujah. Because you had me on your mind, hanging there on that old rugged cross. You looked down through the generations of time and you saw me. Hallelujah. And so, God, I feel like you've done all of that for me. Hallelujah. But, God, if I have been faithful, God, if, I, if, if there's an ounce of dedication in me, if, there's a, if, if I have been faithful, if I have been dedicated, and God, if it is, if we are entering into a season of reaping, God, I just pray tonight, God, that it will be my season of reaping. Hallelujah. Along with everybody else's season of reaping in the house of God. Amen. So that we can all reap together. Hallelujah. So that we can all be blessed together. God, I'm praying, Lord, that 2020 will be a reaping season. For Higher Praise Tabernacle. Amen. I've been prophesied two, three different times this year already. Hallelujah. That in this year, God is going to replace everybody that walked out of here. Hallelujah. I'm talking about dedicated men, faithful men, praying men, God-fearing men, spoke in my ears in private. Saying, Brother Morrell, you've lost a lot of people, but God is going to replace them. And he's going to do it quickly. I don't know how quickly God's quickly is, but it doesn't matter. Amen. Just so long he does it. Hallelujah. Amen. Just so long he does it. I believe those prophecies. Amen. I believe those words. Amen. That was spoken to me. I have no reason to doubt it. I have no reason to doubt it. You have no reason to doubt tonight that in your due season, God is going to openly reward you for everything that you've done for him in secret. If God feels like he owes you a blessing. <laughs> oh, yeah. If, if God ever feels like he owes us a blessing. Let's just lift up our hands to God and receive it tonight. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Amen. Let's just lift up our hands to God and say, God, amen. I believe it, God. I believe it, God. Hallelujah. I believe you're going to bless me. I believe you're going to bless my family. I believe you're going to bless my church family. So now we're crying.
Hallelujah, Jesus. Mighty God, mighty God, mighty God, mighty God. Hallelujah. Come on, praise him tonight. Come on, love him tonight. Plant some seed tonight. Give him, amen, the praise that is due under his name tonight. Hallelujah. Mighty God, mighty God, mighty God. Hallelujah. I love you. I praise you. I appreciate you tonight, God. Hallelujah. Now we're crying, heaven send the rain. Send the rain, Lord. Come on, turn her up a little bit, brother. I want everybody to hear these words. Hallelujah. We've been praying, we've been so. Now we're crying, heaven send the rain. Send the rain. Hallelujah. Send it, God. Send it, God, like you've been sending that natural rain, God. Lord, saturate us tonight with spiritual rain. Hallelujah. Open the windows of heaven and pour out your blessings tonight. Hallelujah, God, on those, God, tonight. Hallelujah, that have met the requirement, that have met the, uh, the, uh, the required situation, God.
if you'll send the rain, I'll reap a harvest. Hallelujah. My seed and my crop will come in and flourish. Oh, hallelujah. Holy Ghost rain. Hallelujah. God, send the Holy Ghost rain on this church this year. God, send the Holy Ghost revival on this church this year, God. Hallelujah, God. some folks here hallelujah that has not received a blessing from God in so long that your heads are down your heads are down and uh, you're not really expecting that blessing to come hallelujah but I'm telling you not in the Holy Ghost you need to lift up your eyes you need to start looking around for the blessings of God because they're going to start coming. Hallelujah. Amen. I want you to expect them to come. Amen. And when they come, I want you to receive those blessings with open arms. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter how they come. Just receive it. Receive it tonight. Look up. Look out. Amen. Expect them to start coming in. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. Come on. Get your head off the ground. Get your eyes off the ground. Amen. 
throw that umbrella in the closet somewhere. Hallelujah. Just say, God, rain on me. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I want those raindrops on me. Hallelujah. I want those raindrops of blessings falling on my head, on my shoulder, on me tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm not going to put anything between me and God. Amen. That would divert that shower of blessing. Amen. Off of me. Hallelujah. I want all of God's rain to fall on me. Hallelujah. Show yourself friendly tonight. God bless you. You're dismissed in Jesus.